The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA. Tears flow free for her, man. She couldn't say. Shot down in cold blood by a gun that carried fame. All for a use and no good. Wordless claim and there's fire on the map. everyone and welcome to Inside Florida Racing. I'm CC Brooks. Another Monday night, another time for us to spend a couple of hours together. Good evening everyone and good evening to Jack and Rob. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Good evening. I said I'm doing good. How you guys doing? Oh, we are we are hanging we're in swell. there. We're, we're just, swell. We're just swell. We're swell. <laughs> well, wait. We've assembled here this fine evening <laughs> to talk about some racing things. What do you think? Well, there should be a lot of racing things to talk about. Uh, a lot of racing went on. Uh, a lot of action's gone on, and it looks like uh, we've got us a pretty darn good show lined up for tonight. Well, it's a great show, and uh, one of the things that a lot of folks are talking about was the accident and the fire up at East Bay over the weekend with a 360 sprint of Michael Parent of Quebec. And... Uh, we're going to be talking about that with photographer Robert Wing. He was the gentleman that pulled Michael from his sprint car. And if you don't know what we're talking about out there, you can watch the video. We do have it for you. Post it at Real at the Real Racing USA forum. Just go to realracingusa.com and click on the fan forum. And you'll find it about halfway down the page. Um, it's called Scary Moment at East Bay King of 360s finale so uh, you can watch the video and then stick around we will be speaking with the photographer robert wing who pulled michael from his vehicle so that is going to be really interesting also we're going to get a visit by our good buddy scott McAllister. he's going to stop by and share some news with us yeah we got billy Harmon with the uh modified reunion tonight too that should be interesting yeah that's coming up soon on uh friday the 13th and 14th over there, it's going to be a good time. And, of course, um, we will be talking. Uh, we'll have your uh, carding segment, Rob, and uh, yes, cover some carding news. Tonight. And you have a special uh, guest tonight? Victor Peters. Okay. Plus, uh, let's see, we'll be covering things from uh, up in Ocala, DeSoto Super Speedway, yeah. Bronson. All right. And, of course, we want to let you know that we are looking for your feedback. We want you to be a part of Inside Florida Racing, you can uh, send us email to feedback at realracingusa.com. You can leave messages for us on the fan forums. On also, you can text us during the show with your questions and comments. That text number is 941-228-8359. It is going to be a great show. And remember, Inside Florida Racing gets better when you, the race fan and our listeners, gets involved in the show so please get involved either by sending us an email a text message or 
going to our forums and posting something, um, a question there for us. I do want to thank the good folks, the Mays family, at Fancy Work Embroidery. Casey and her crew takes really good care of the Inside Florida Racing crew, making our staff shirts, jackets, and she also does great work for me at Kicks Country. She makes me wonderful hats and uh, caps to give away to listeners. So when you are looking for embroidery work, you want some promotional shirts, hats, good quality shirts and hats, then you want to talk to the folks at Fancy Work Embroidery. Go to fancyworkembroidery.com. There's also a link on the Inside Florida Racing page for you to hop on over to Casey's website. So, uh be part of the racing community, the Mays family. They race Thunder Trucks at Charlotte County Motorsports Park. So uh, take your business to a racing family and help support racing. So, Rob, um, do we have Robert on the line? Yeah. Hi, Robert. Welcome to Inside Florida Racing. Are you there? I'd rather listen to her than uh, you. Yeah. Hey, um, Rob, can you hear us okay now? Yeah. Okay, good. I hear you. I don't hear Cece well. Okay. We're working on it. We, we do have... Um, uh, a new, totally different equipment set up in the studio today. We completely changed the way we're uh, doing things. It's going to be better in the long run. In the short run, it might be a little funky. But um, so, go ahead, Cece. Okay, Robert. It is so great to have you on the show, and it's nice seeing, uh, nice talking to you. It's been a couple of weeks since we've seen each other. Um, I've watched the video from what happened up at East Bay, and of course, the, you know, the first thing I want to say is, um, you know. Kudos for you for just jumping into action and uh, pulling Michael Parent out of the out of the car. Well, thank you. Uh, and can you? It's just one of those things, you know. You, you do what you got to do sometimes. Now, can you please share with our listeners the story of exactly what happened that night? That it got to the point where you had to pull him out of his car and he was on fire. Well, I'll tell you, the, the sprint race had just taken the checkered flag. I had turned around, and I was actually going to look at the photos I'd taken. And uh, he pulled up right next to me and stopped, and basically the car was, uh, the front end of the car was pretty much engulfed in flames at that time, plus the cockpit. I took one picture and uh, said, man, I can't, I just can't watch him burn. Uh, so I, I threw my camera down, basically, and, and ran over, and he had already uh, removed the steering wheel. Uh, mm-hmm. and unbuckled his seatbelts, but he had something holding him back, and I, I'm still not sure what it was. It may have been a hand device or, or something was, was caught. But uh, he couldn't get out, and, uh, you know, I, I just basically did what you see on the video, grabbed a hold of him, and the corner worker, he also came over, and we, we grabbed a hold of him and hauled him out and just started yelling at him to roll, mm-hmm. so, which he did, and we it. <laughs> Kept trying to get him to roll towards a mud puddle there. There's a mud puddle. Yeah. That's what we wanted him to do, and he did. And that's when the fire crew showed up with their fire extinguishers. Sprayed him down, sprayed my camera down, and uh, luckily got the fire out. Were you ever yourself on fire? No, no. No, I was, uh, you know, you know, I'm pretty smart. Uh, I, I spent like 25 years. Uh, in, yeah, I, I, I've been an EMT a paramedic for like 25 years involved in emergency medicine uh, as an instructor even. I kind of knew what, what to do and what was going to happen. And, and you know, uh, uh, I realized when my hand hurt that I needed to pull it away. Uh, and, uh, you know, just just uh, be smart. And, uh, no, 
I didn't. Uh, there wasn't really any danger to me. Cece, I'm sorry for being so silly. Uh, where do we find this on the uh, site? If you go to the um, go to our forums, uh, it's about uh, halfway down the page. Actually, on another site, I believe. There's a link at Scary. Um, Tell me, Cece, how is it? Okay, if you go to the RealRacingUSA.com forums. Right. About halfway down, it says Scary Moment at East Bay, King of 360's finale. And there's a, when, you op, when you go to, that, go to that forum there, that message board right there, you'll see a link to the video. All right, folks, you need to go there and check it out. It is incredible. Um, that should make the YouTube uh, highlight reel, huh? Yeah. Now, <laughs> um, I think the, the, the latest was that they, they took Michael Parent um, to the hospital, and he had, he, he had some burns, didn't he? He ended up with some burns on, what, hands and neck? Do you know that, Robert? Y'all still on? Yeah. Robert, did, uh, did he have some burns? Did he sustain any uh, injuries? Yeah, and I, uh, he had third-degree burns on his hands, I know of, and he was wearing gloves. Uh, he also had some severe burns on his neck, I was told. Uh, I don't know how severe. Uh, you know, he wasn't wearing a, um, a hood of any sort underneath his helmet. So basically when, when uh, he was flaming away, those flames went right up underneath his helmet, you know, and, and burned his neck. Uh I actually was, was hoping I could get a hold of someone and find out what kind of condition he is in, but I haven't been able to. Okay. DC, you haven't heard anything? No, I, I haven't heard anything else. And if anybody out there uh, listening has an update on his condition, we would, you know, love to know how he's doing. You can text us at 941-228-8359 or send us an email at feedback at realracingusa.com. Um no. Now, Robert, listen, um, after viewing the video, um, is, is your jacket any kind of fire resistant or anything that you're wearing? Definitely not. It's just a nylon jacket. Uh, uh, Jack, we got to get him We got to get him some fire-resistant stuff to wear if he's going to be out there <laughs> taking pictures. <laughs> That's what I said to the corner worker. I didn't know I had to wear a fire suit to take pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah, and you know what? People don't realize you're, you're like a hero, too, because, you know, he reached out there and grabs this guy. The guy's on fire, and the jacket that he's wearing is just like a regular nylon jacket, and those things will just shrink right up in the flame. You're lucky, man. Yeah, yeah, and he's lucky, too. I mean, we got him out. The Lord works in mysterious ways. He was watching out for both of you. That, that's for sure. That's for sure. Now, was so, there... Uh, tell us a little bit about... Um, this taking picture thing. You take a lot of pictures. I see a lot of pictures out there. It seems you can only find me when I'm sideways or spun out or something, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to let that fly, but um, what's it like? Tell the folks out there listening, what is, what's it like to be the guy that's right there next to the cars when they go by on the inside of the racetrack? It's, uh, it's pretty neat. I mean, uh, you actually don't watch a lot of the race because so much of the track is invisible quite often. But, uh, you know, you really get a good feel for the speed, uh, the closeness, the, the contact that happens sometimes. And, uh, you know, it's pretty neat. And uh, I try to capture it on film and, and show it. I don't have much success at it, but, uh, you know, I try. Uh, Rick Warren and myself the other night, we were both in Ocala, and uh, we were actually uh, – 
trying to catch the uh, sprint cars doing wheelies. Uh, there was a bunch of them doing it, and we were actually having a lot of fun doing that. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of those pictures. A lot of those pictures are on the in the Karnak photo gallery. As a matter of fact, uh, you guys had a bunch of pictures of sprint cars doing some pretty big time wheelies out there. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I actually just uploaded the uh, another album uh, onto the from East Bay. Uh, my pictures weren't great that night. <laughs> actually, after the uh, that incident with the uh, fire, uh, my I got doused pretty well with with a fire extinguisher fluid and uh, also covered with mud and the quality of my pictures weren't very good but uh, you know I, I, hopefully I've got it cleaned up and ready to go uh, well, I was hoping tonight where do you uh, where do you live at Robert I, I live in Lacanto in Citrus County um, about 15 miles from um, Inverness from Citrus Speedway Hey, you like wheelies, uh, maybe Sunday night you want to come to uh, Tampa and we'll go check out the, uh, the ice racing deal over there at the St. Pete Times Forum. What do we got? Ice racing. Ice racing. That's right. Racing on ice. Speedway bike, quad. Cool. I used to do that, believe it or not. Did you? Uh, uh, well, hair scrambles, they call in quads up north in, in the winter. It's a lot of fun. We There's going to the be some hairs getting scrambled, okay, over here at this thing. Uh, <laughs> I've been to it a couple of times. I've done some announcing there for them uh, at the St. Pete Times Forum when they've done it in years past. And man, you talk about exciting! They got quad. They got a quad with a with a Harley motor in it, you know, and uh, they got screws all screwed in the tires. And they go out there and yeah. race. They don't do any practicing. They just go out there and race. They race heat races. They race features. They do speedway bikes, and then they do quads. And uh, they do a pro quad. They do a local quad class with these uh, guys, you know. Uh, locally from uh, Lakeland and uh, Tampa and St. Pete, but it should be interesting. I'm going to try to get one of the guys on the phone sometime tonight, uh, Anthony the British Bulldog Barlow, but uh, maybe I'll hook up with you. We'll go there and uh, let you take some pictures of these guys and see something. Yeah, kind of neat. Wow. Hey, Robert. I enjoy that because, uh, like I said, I used to do that uh, a little bit, and uh, it's been a long time. I'm getting to be an old man now, but, I, yeah, I'd enjoy that. I don't think any of them will catch on fire, but you can guarantee some of them will be spun out. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Hey, Cece, you ever seen anything race on ice before? No, no, I haven't. But I was wondering if Robert was at East Bay when the incident occurred with the mini sprint driver um, that uh, he wasn't very safety conscious and went out and raced without tightening his helmet on. And his helmet, uh, I guess there was a, he had an incident and, uh, and rolled the car and he lost his helmet. I heard about that. I was actually in turn four, and that happened in turn one, turn one and two, so I didn't actually see that. You know, CC, it's very rare that you get to talk to one of these camera guys that actually got the picture. Yeah. <laughs> They're always on well, the other Well, it's been, a, it's been a pleasure, okay. Robert, having you on the show. I'll tell sh- you what, Rick Warren, I think he was there, and uh, I think Rick got, actually got a couple good pictures of uh, some, some action that night, too. Yeah, Rick, he's another great site. photographer. Well, Robert Wing, thanks so much for joining us on Inside Florida Racing. And that once good. And, okay. and once again, our our hats are off to you, to your bravery. And, All right, um, you, take it easy. He's going to go. Okay, and, and thank you so uh, much. And I'm sure Michael Parents uh, is very grateful that you took such quick action up at East Bay. Um, we have, Remember, if you want to see the video that we've been talking about, the incident in East Bay, we have the video, a link on to go to the video. 
is uh, posted to for you on the um, fan form. Just go to realracingusa.com and go into our fan forums. And about halfway down the page, you're going to want to go ahead and uh, click on the message that says Scary Moment at East Bay King of 360s. And there's where you will see the link posted courtesy of Marshall that you can go and see what we've been talking about. Coming up on Inside Florida Racing, Scott McAllister is going to be joining us. We're going to be talking to Billy Harmon about the upcoming Modified Reunion. Also, uh, we're going to be speaking with Joe Lundowski from New, Myrna, New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, we're going to be talking about the real deal, the truth behind things happening up at Ocala, Bronson Motor Speedway, and DeSoto Super Speedway. And, of course, then at 8 o'clock, we will have Rob's new karting segment with his special guest, Victor Peters. Also, you know, there is a lot of talk out there about the World Figure 8 champions coming to Auburndale. More and more people saying that they're going to be attending the event and uh, more excited about the Figure 8 event over at Auburndale, unfortunately, than, than the Winter Nationals. And they are, the talk is if you're going to attend the Figure 8 event at Auburndale, make sure you get there early so you can find yourself a great seat. And if you would like more information about the event at Auburndale, we have a link posted for you on the at Karnak.com. Remember, we are looking for your feedback at Inside Florida Racing. Please send us an email at feedback at realracingusa.com. What drivers, promoters, track owners do you want to hear from? What topics are you wanting us to discuss that you want more info on, that you want to be involved in? Do you have something to share with us? Maybe you think you'd make a great guest on Inside Florida Racing. Get in touch with us through email, on our fan forms, or by texting us at 941-228-8359. Okay. Uh, we have with us on the line right now, we have uh, the announcer from uh, the voice, one of the many voices, but the voice of East Bay Raceway Park, Scott McAllister. Welcome to Inside Florida Racing, Scotty. And I understand you have something on your mind. You got a gripe. You got a bitch. You got a complaint. Uh -oh. You have something you want to get off your chest. Go what for is it. going on, dude? When? Ignorant. Never. Say say that again. Say that again. Say Bone called me ignorant. Who called you ignorant? Ignorant. Who called you ignorant? Which time? Says Bone Man. Bone Man? Bone Man or Bonehead? Was it Bonehead? Uh, Rob, did you call this guy ignorant? Yeah, it was probably Bone Man, but it probably wasn't me because I, I that's not what I call you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I call you a lot of things. I call you a lot of things, but ignorant isn't one Exactly. Of them. I've you never know, heard you know, him refer to you that way. I've been called ignorant now, that's, that's for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, that's not one of the things I call you, though. <laughs> uh, no, Jack and I were having fun about that, man. No, we were putting one over on you a little bit. So uh, what's, uh, what's happening with uh, Scotty the Body McAllister? Man, East Bay is what's happening. Winter Nationals 2009 kicks off 360 action. Unbelievable. Uh, a lot of Florida mini sprints came in there, and then, of course, uh, the 360s, unbelievable action. King of the 360s was crowned along with, of course, gave out the Ronald Lenny Memorial Trophy. Man, what a, what a great run they had out there. And a youngster all the way from Missouri, uh, picks up a big win there. And, uh, Jesse Hockett got a great run over 
My main man, Gene Lasker, held on. I think he came across the stripe second. As it was second or third, good job by him. And so uh, the uh, local racers represented well. Of course, the night before, Danny Martin won the race there. So uh, that was really cool, too. So did uh, did Gino make it every every night? Gino, uh, yeah, I mean he ran he ran well both nights. Um, but yeah, the the second night he went to the front man immediately, like we knew he would. Started off like third, and he blew past Gary Wright, and uh, he was running up front. Just I think he burned the right rear off as as Gino is <laughs> known to do because he only knows one way. But hey, he he had a good show. He really did good there, and you know running with some high dollar teams as well as Danny Martin, who won the first night there. I mean you talk about. I mean, he had some competition behind him, and, and he did really well to hang on that first night, and, and he has to be really proud of what they did because, obviously, there were teams there with quite a lot of resources, and, uh, you know, running on a limited budget bonus, you know, is, is really difficult when you see these national guys rolling it down. So you really got to tip your hat to what those guys did. 42 cars. That's yeah, I think, good, I think man. Yeah, 47, I think, is what they had show up, and then, of course, they started 20 the first night, 24 the second night, and it really was. Excellent, excellent racing all around the track. And, and I did have some people on the message board. You know, I've never had anybody said that I wasn't loud enough that they couldn't hear me. And maybe it, perhaps that's why I have it turned down there. Because usually I'm way too loud. So I turned it down, but I had some people complaining that um, I was, somebody did say I was ignorant. <laughs> it is, I will have to say, you know, anybody who's never been behind the microphone, then. It does get to be a little bit anxious back there, and I apologize because I tell you, when you have these sprint cars rolling in all the way, especially the mini sprint cars that I perhaps am not as familiar with as I should be, it gets difficult, especially when these kids show up all the way from Delaware and all across the country here to East Bay. It is hard to keep up with them, and then, you know, you're only as good as uh, – and they do a fantastic job, the ASCS Series. Man, they are a great, great crew. But uh, sometimes, you know, when you get used to doing it a certain way, as they do at East Bay, maybe you get a name and a, and a city and a state next to it and a sponsor and where they're from. So you get kind of set in doing your ways, and not everybody does it the same way. But um, I do apologize, man. The, the dirt people, they, they deserve uh, a great announcer there at East Bay. And I'm telling you, it, it is a great track to go to in Winter Nationals. Man, just say 360s was last week. They're kicking it off tomorrow night, Lucas Old Dirt Late Model, so it gets no better. It's no better than that. Hey, Scott, do you by chance have an update on uh, Michael Parent's condition? Michael, I, I heard that his uh, hands were burned, um, and really, I, I guess he wasn't. He walked to the ambulance, um, so, I, you know, he was uh, certainly conscious. But, yeah, you know, anytime you see that, it's certainly a frightening Thing to see, uh, but I think that he was ambulatory and, and responsive, and I think he had some some burns on his hands as well as I think one of the track officials did too that that was assisting in, in his uh, extrication from from the vehicle. So, um, you know, it was like I said, it, it went on what seemed like forever, as, as every one of those accidents do. But in all honesty, uh, East Bay Raceway Park safety officials were were really right there on it and, and minimized it. Oh, I heard they were there in like 15 seconds. Literally, his fire suit, it was just kind of a little bit different. It looked like perhaps something broke and, and maybe got some fluid on his fire suit that was burning, but I'm not hardly an official in that area, so I don't really know. But Scott, yep. Scott, what? Uh, so what's the next deal going, that you're going to be uh, announcing at East Bay? What's the next big well, I know the Lucas. For the fans there at East Bay, they, <laughs> the Lucas Oil people, of course, they bring a wonderful announcer with them. He does a fantastic job, so... 
Lucas Oil uh, will be there, and I will probably show up for Friday and Saturday night's race because I don't want to miss that. But um, probably the next one I'll be will be the following week as the UMP Modified Show and the Modified Light Show and the Crate Late Models. It will be the the following week as well. So, um, you, Scott, you're not going to get there. Scott, wait a minute, wait a minute. You, so, you're telling me you're not going to come down and hang out with uh, 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 your buddies, uh, Rick Angie's, Bill Green, myself on Thursday? You're not you know, I, I get to see. I got to see Bill this past weekend, so that was kind of cool. Of course, I, I see him all the time in East Bay. But yeah, I am certainly going to try. You know, I'm going to get down there. Obviously, one of the weekend nights to miss to watch the Lucas shows because you can't miss Friday or Saturday night at East Bay Raceway Park. But Thursday, definitely an opportunity to come down. I don't want to be a part of the show, so hopefully, I can make it down there for that night as well. You know, it's always fun every time that you've come and you sat in with us. Well, that's River. fun, that's for sure. We, I may be ignorant, but I am fun. We always have fun, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, man, listen, your time is up. Your time has ignorant come and gone. Loud. Huh? Ignorant, loud. Uh, you know, I've never, I've never been told to turn it down before. I mean, turn it up. Well, I'm telling you right now, you're gone because your time is up. Hey, hey. I've, I've Bye, never, Scott. Uh, Jack, I've never heard uh, an announcer uh, stand up for himself so well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I have say with true volition, man, I say, I, you know, I, I have a lot of fun there at East Bay, and I do apologize because those dirt people, man, they, the people that come out to watch those races, they do deserve the very, very best. And I try to do it, that's for sure, but I'm here to tell you, man, those, those sprint cars, they're tough. It's tough, especially when you don't know them, and they do come from all over the country. It is difficult. You know, it, it is, uh, it's not easy. It's not just sit down and and let it rock and roll like we used to when I worked at the studio. All right, Scotty. So, Scotty, your 15 minutes of fame are over. We'll see you soon. Here. We'll see you soon. Hey, mine was over a long time ago. I appreciate it, guys. See ya. See ya. Okay, very good.
Inside Florida Racing. Good evening, everyone, right, and we're back. Now, wait a minute, Cece. Before you go any further. You were going a little heavy metal there. Well, what do you play when your co-host, your co-anchor, has a migraine? You play bang your head, Yeah, right? I yeah. mean, what, what else are you going to do? And, and I really appreciate it. Hence why I was holding the headphones away from me. <laughs> you couldn't play a nice, you know. All right, guys. We, we got these guys falling asleep on us over here in this corner. Hey, wake up. All right, live from the from our, our studios over in the eastern part of Florida, Joe Lewandowski, the uh, promoter and the uh, Marketing director over at New Smyrna Speedway. Welcome to Inside Florida Racing. Again. Hey, thanks for uh, letting let me on tonight. Hey, Joe, welcome to the show. And uh, what do you have happening over at New Smyrna? Well, we got the 43rd annual World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. We kick it off Friday night, and we run nine straight nights. Uh, and you got all kind of cars racing. You got, you know, three types of modifieds. You got the NASCAR Tour types. You got the the SKs, and you got the uh, Florida mods, and then you got three types of late models. You got the super late, you got the late models in the ASA crate type cars, and we got the Tampa Bay uh, wing spring sprint cars coming in on Sunday, Monday. We have the uh, fast car pro trucks for three nights at the end of the speed weeks. Uh, it's a it's a lot of racing. Now, is there a special package for race fans that want to come to everything? Any big stars coming in? Well, right now we're uh, there's a there is a chance, or there's a chance that maybe Ryan Newman will be driving a modified on Monday and Tuesday night and an asphalt, you know, northeast asphalt tour type modified. Uh, Kevin Mannion in the seven New York car, uh, which is a tribute car to uh, Tommy, you know, Tommy Baldwin. Uh, he's out of North Carolina. He works on one of the Cup teams and he's got a modified. And he's bringing it coming down and he's thinking about. Apparently talking to Ryan Newman racing possibly Monday, Tuesday, and uh, an outside chance of running the Richie Evans Memorial 100 on a Friday night. Wow. Uh, how many cars are you expecting, like, uh, in your various classes? Well, right now we've got about 150 cars entered for the six classes, so we're, we're in good shape car-wise. I think our lowest, our lowest car count is the SK Modified Division. We have about 14 of those, but everybody else is in the 20, so we should be in a... We should be in good shape, you know, and you, and you always got, you know, these are guys that are all pre-entered, and then you always have a lot of people that pop in and race one or two nights or, you know, three nights. So it's, you know, it's, I think the way the economy is and the, you know, the cost of everything, I'm, I'll, we're very happy with the amount of cars that have pre-entered. So it's, it should be a great, you know, you know, speed week. So I can remember uh, my first asphalt World Series race, it was 1978 when I came down here as a student at Stetson as a, um, Working on my master's degree, I came over and I couldn't believe how good the racing was because being, you know, growing up in the Northeast and watching the, the asphalt modifieds and Richie Evans and Jerry Cook and Maynard Troyer and Bugsy Stevens, I mean, that was a, uh, that was unbelievable asphalt, uh, modified racing. And then you throw in Gary Blue, who I think he had a car when he was driving for Billy Harvey, drove a modified a few nights. Uh, that was some, it was awesome racing. It still is awesome racing. So, you know, if you're a junkie of asphalt racing, it doesn't get any better because every night we run anywhere from four to six features. And now, you know, you brought those guys up uh, that you just brought up that you watched back in the day. Those guys are going to be around sometime uh, during this week, aren't they? They sure are, and, I, and I'm, 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 I can't. I'm, I'm sorry to say that I don't know the exact day, but I think it's either Thursday or Friday 
Well, the end of the week, we have the modified reunion, which is kind of a real cool deal. Um, all the old-timers will be there. Uh, you know, if you're a true junkie of asphalt, northeast, tour-type modified racing, you know, all your heroes, guys like, you know, that, you know, uh, you know Gene Bergen and uh, Bugsy Stevens, I was just, you know, they're all down here. Bob Judkins, you know, and Bob, you know, has a, has a Florida, uh, he has a Florida, uh, prototype modified that he races with his uh his nephew Ryan Priest is gonna drive that car along with Ryan Priest will drive his modified. So yeah the uh the re- I'm sorry to say I don't know the exact day of the reunion but the reunion the modified reunion is awesome and you know you do that all day and hang out with the drivers and come and watch the racing at night. Yeah I believe the reunion is reunion I believe the reunion is uh this Friday it's gonna be Friday the thirteenth. Right. Friday the thirteenth. Now, are are there um, any kind of special ticket packages for race yeah, fans that want to come? Sure do. You say if you purchase, I think before Thursday, you can save forty five dollars on your uh, on your you know your nine nine night special for the grandstand because it's it's twenty five dollars a night for a GA ticket, and you save some money by buying purchasing all nine nights. Oh, that's great, uh, Joe. Now, this is going to be your first time uh, being at the World Series of Asphalt, right? First time working it. I've I've been to, you know, once, you know, one or two nights, you know, for you know during the years. But if this is my first time working the marathon, and everybody says it is a true marathon, working straight night nights when you you know you're going to work at nine o'clock in the morning and you're there at midnight every night. So that's it's a it's a long day. Uh, it's you know nine straight days. So it's so like I said, everybody said you got to get ready for it. You got to be mentally tough because around. They say around the eighth night, boy, it's you know it gets tough. You got to go to the gym. You got to work out. You got to get you know got to get in training for this event. And you know I'm I'm truly looking forward to it because I've I've run tracks up in the Northeast. I ran uh, Riverside Park Speedway for you know two years, and you know Joe Brady used to race all the time for us up there, and you know Teddy Christopher and the Bear. Those are all. I mean, I grew up. I grew up uh, two towns over from where Teddy Christopher grew up. I grew up in Terryville, and Teddy Christopher and Bear grew up in Plainville, and you know, we all got our start watching stock car racing at Plainville Stadium. You know, the old famous little quarter mile uh, flat track bull ring where you know they used to fight every Saturday night and hopefully maybe a race would break out. But uh, yeah, CC knows where all that's at. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. She but, loves uh, it when the fights break out at the small race. But you know, the modified racing is great, and you know we've got a good feel of super late models. Um, majority majority of our super late models are. You know, off from Florida, we do have a couple I call outside drivers that are are going to be very competitive. Uh, Johanna Johanna Long of the Pensacola area, she's coming down. She's a real good driver. She I think she finished uh, in, in the top ten in the Snowball Derby, and she finished in the top ten in the uh, the, uh, the the Classic up in Lanier there uh, that they just had a couple of weeks ago. So she's pretty tough. And you always have Jack Landis. Jack's very good. He's from the you know Ohio Indiana circuit. He runs a lot of those super slab side uh, super late but it's, it's, it should be a good field of cars um your super late models uh, they run a hundred lap race on at least one of those nights don't they they sure do peter Orr memorial on saturday night the uh, 14th yeah they sure do the peter Orr memorial will be on the on friday on saturday night and then we got the richie evans on uh towards friday night and then we have the wednesday nights the, the john blewett 50 lap memorial race uh, so it's it's gonna it's a lot of racing. You know, then I always say for the true person that is a uh, adrenaline junkie, we have the Tampa Bay Sprint Cars for two nights. 
which is unbelievable. I mean, if you're, you you cannot imagine the amount of speed that these guys do at New Smyrna Speedway uh, with a wing sprint car. It, it's, it's is that spooky. the TBARA that's going to be there? Camp of TBARA, sure. Are. It's spooky fast. It, oh yeah, I bet it. Your race you track. See, you can see vapor trails. I mean, it's 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 pretty cool stuff. I mean, it's vapor like, trails. You know, what kind of stuff are you on? What were you serving up there? Vapor trails. You know. <laughs> cool. I'm just messing with you. And then the wing. Uh, and then you know the wings. They'll go into the corners. The wings will, you know. I mean, like you've ever seen a super modified where the where the wings where the wings, you know, they go into the corner and they go down and then straightaways they go straight. I'm pretty sure the sprint cars. It's a it's a permanent wing where it doesn't go up or down. Um, but uh, super mods. You ever seen super mods on a on a half mile asphalt track? That's that's unbelievable too. Yeah, and for you folks wondering what vapor trails are, that's going to be uh, our moist air in Florida here. The uh, swamp mist. Uh... When them cars go through it that fast, it makes a little trail, sort of like airplanes do. But uh, wing sprint cars are definitely something to see, and at New Smyrna Speedway, uh, really something. Uh, those guys going to be running uh, what? Thirty lap shows or fifty lap? Yeah, shows? I think I think it's I think it's thirty lappers. They run Sunday night, Sunday night, and Monday night. So they do a. They, it's a. It's like I said, it's a unbelievable. I'm my first time watching the Tampa Bay Sprinters this. This fall here was it was unbelievable how fast the car. Yeah, that's started. that's that's the fastest, scariest place they run is, in Florida. Is in Daytona picking up right now? Is there a lot of hustle and bustle going on? What's yeah, going we on? got people coming. We got you know people starting to get ready to park their cars. People coming around the track. You know, you work. You know, you work like you know twelve months a year there, and and it seems like the last two or two weeks people have been coming around. And you know, the other time you know, you can go a whole week out there, and nobody comes out and sees us. But every day people are popping in. The, People are getting ready to go camps, camping. You got drivers, you know, they got their rigs down here and they're getting ready to race. It's, it's, it's starting to get really exciting. Then, you know, Thursday, Thursday we start parking all the rigs, and Thursday night they practice, and then of course Friday night they kick it off. So it's it's going to be some exciting stuff. And uh, like I said before, anybody that truly loves asphalt stock car racing, you know, it's a heck of a deal when you pay twenty five dollars and you see four to six features on any given night. And for more information, you can go to NewSmyrnaSpeedway.org. Children 11 and under are free. That is a great thing. And uh, I love it. Nine big nights. Um, And that's a great track up there at New Smyrna Speedway. And let's see here. There's also uh, primitive camping available. And if you need any further information, go to NewSmyrnaSpeedway.org. Or I believe you can give them a call at 386 Four two seven four one two nine. Yeah, you know, on their uh, website, CC, they've got a great um, schedule. I'm talking about a timeline that runs from from eight a.m. till uh, you know uh, till yeah. the end. Oh yeah, that's yeah. what I'm looking at right now. So you know exactly what time the cars are time trialing. What you know, what when when they're you know what, what you know what feature race they are scheduling the race nights so, or. Exactly right. That's and that's you know it's really neat that we do that because that that helps the fans because some fans aren't you know you might be an open wheel fan so you don't want to watch the late model so you know exactly when to come for the events and all that good stuff. I'll tell you 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 know uh, Joe uh, w- one of the special things for us uh, every year at least for the last five years this will be the sixth year on uh, the final night on Saturday night uh, which is the Pedor uh, Memorial Race uh, we present the. Pedor Sportsmanship Award, and this will be the sixth year that we do that. Uh, when somebody gets presented with the uh, the beautiful Italian cup, that's silver and uh, mahogany. It's a beautiful cup, and it's a beautiful award, and, and it's something these guys are proud of. 
Um, who are some of the Who are some of the past winners? Well, uh, I'll tell you. Last year, uh, it was presented to Timmy Russell, and it was a really emotional thing in the in the uh, in the in the pre race festivities there because uh, to uh, present the award, of course, Pete Orr's family and his, his uh, they're always there, and it's a big deal. And and uh, his uh, son Bobby Orr, um, who grew up. Uh, with Timmy, they grew up together, traveling together with their dads, uh, yeah. uh, uh, David Russell and, and Pete Orr, and it was really an emotional thing. And the year before that, um, I mean, Bobby Orr, I mean, uh, Bobby Sears, uh, he'll make no apologies for it. He almost broke down right there, man. It was like uh, for for the hard, uh, you know, because the award gets presented to people who we feel, um, you know, have have displayed the kind of characteristics and the kind of temperament and the kind of of sportsmanship that Pete Orr is known for, not just here in Florida, but all over the country, you know. And uh, um, I'll tell you, we, a few years ago, we did a special on Real Race in USA, an entire night um, uh, live from the, the, the Fumble Inn, and, and it was the Pete Orr, uh, uh, it was a show about Pete Orr. And the people who called in was amazing. Daryl Waltrip called us, you know. It was like, it was a who's who of racing. So it, it's a kind of big deal, and, it, and it, it's, a, it's a way to... Uh, you know, put the spotlight on not just winning races, but you know, being a good uh, a good person and, and helping other people and, and, and representing the sport in a positive way. Well, we're very thankful for you guys doing that. And you know, the thing about it is that you know we're honoring. When you think about the memorial races, and you know, it's you know it's sad that these guys are not with us now. Uh, but you know, those memorial races with you know Richie Evans, God forbid. I mean, he is the Richard Petty of asphalt modified stock car racing, and Johnny Blewett was a was a you know an up and coming driver that you know he would have been you know like you said he would you know if he kept racing ten or fifteen years from now he'd be in that Richie Evans category, and of course you know Pete Orr, I mean he's probably what one of the you know winningest most popular drivers from the Orlando area along with you know like David Rogers and sure. you know David Russell, uh, and, and it's you know if anybody that is a true like I said diehard of asphalt stock car racing, you know, these are the guys that, uh, you know, made, made made great names for themselves and won a lot of races, you know, during speed weeks, but also during the season in their particular area where they raced at. No doubt about it. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining us this evening, and I tell you, that is a great track, New Smyrna Speedway, if you are a Big fan of asphalt racing, and if you've never had a chance to check out New Smyrna, take advantage of these nine nights of great racing. Remember, more information to be had at NewSmyrnaSpeedway.com. Thanks so a lot, go Joe. check it out. Thanks so much, Joe. I, I, I didn't hear you. I think I, I lost the signal They there. said thank you, Joe. I uh, appreciate oh. you coming on the show tonight. Oh, thank you. Hey, hey thanks, for, thanks for having us on. We're looking forward to seeing you guys. Right. And uh, good luck. Good luck, and thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, Roberto, what do you think, man? Sprint? Well, I think that's going to be uh, a lot of nights of racing in a row. That's one thing I can tell you. And for those asphalt fans, like CC said, you like asphalt racing? You can't find a good time in those days? I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I'll tell you. It's uh, got a couple of little uh, news items here. We uh, apparently fixed the uh, issue, one of the issues that we had with our streaming server. So we now no longer sound as if we're talking from inside the bottle that just came from Mars, and um, you can actually hear the stream pretty clearly. Um, I talked today, Rob, to um, 
Tony Parker, if you'll remember, Tony Parker was the uh, gentleman from up in Levy County who was going up in uh, your other neighborhood. Yeah. Who was, uh, we talked to, uh, talked about, we didn't talk to him on the air, but we talked about him uh, taking over Bronson Motor Speedway, and then there were some issues uh, that, that got in the way of that, obviously. Um, uh, spoke to him today. He will be with us next Monday night. The... Uh, deal was actually finalized today uh, with uh, Mike Cope's uh, business up there. And uh, Tony Parker from Levy County has uh, taken over the reins at the Bronson Motor Speedway. They're going to run uh, beginning March 1st. Uh, they'll be up and running for the year, running the same rules that they ran uh, last year under the same, same rules that are on their website, BronsonMotorSpeedway.com. Uh, and... Uh, uh, they're also going to have the uh, the mud bogging will be back in action at uh, up at the Bronson Motor Speedway as part of their regular schedule too. That's mm, something they that's used. That's lots of fun. Yeah, they used to have that there on a regular basis a while back, and uh, so Tony will be with us next week. But uh, that's very good news for fans up that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, that's good. You know, listen, Tony Parker, he's a well liked guy there in uh, Levy County. No matter what issues were going on before and. Uh, I think it would be a great thing for that track to at least put some, um, uh, how do you want to put it, some new blood in there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, he, I mean, he's been there. He, he actually raced uh, at the track uh, when it was first opened. He was he raced there himself. and um, of course. Wow, he really got the bug, didn't he? Yeah. So all these years he's, he's you know, and he's been a part of it. Plus, he's a, you know, he's a guy who looks at the, the whole thing as part of the community. The racetrack is part of the community, and it's a, a place to be a, a centerpiece for the community. And, you know, you know Levy County. It's not, it's not metropolitan uh, New York, that's for sure. Yeah. And uh, go ahead, Cece. No, I was just, you know, there's – do you have updates on some of the other things that, you know, have been going around? All kinds of um, – Different talk, people wanting to know what is really happening up at DeSoto Super Speedway. And, um, you know, so we we are are looking forward to that question, Cece. I don't know. I thought maybe, you know, Jack has a lot of connections, Rob, so I thought maybe Jack might have some info. What are you talking about now? Well, you know, there's always lots of talk about DeSoto Super Speedway. There's the rumor going around that Bobby Deal was going to buy it. Uh, There was the rumor going around that it was going to be turned to a dirt track. Bobby Deal going to buy it, Wes. Exactly. Um, uh, so I was wondering, do you have an uh, update? Oh. What's you know what's going on up there? Have you heard anything? Well, I, I do know the Bobby Deal. We've talked to Bobby Deal, and, and he's not um, in a position to do that. There was a lot of talk about it, and you know, dreams are one thing, but certainly he has his hands full with uh, Charlotte County Motorsports Park, as you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, this is a tough time for uh, for anybody, and. Uh, it's definitely tough for for Charlotte County right now, but but you know there's programs in place and hopefully they can get the place turned around. But they're not going to be buying. He's not going to be buying Desoto Speedway, um, not unless you can always uh, cover it with dirt. Yeah, not yeah. You could always cover it with dirt, and of course then there's uh, you know the rumor flying around that Stan Colin has uh, is going to buy that and of course uh, buy Desoto and turn it into dirt and. Well, Let's talk about that. A well, listen now, now. Listen, brought right, that up. Our, our friend uh, Rick Angie's. I got to take this phone. Hang on a second here. Now, you, you said put my phone on vibrate. Yes. I'm going to do one better. 
You're going to turn it off? Yeah, because... This is a first. This, just stay close to the mic. This, uh, this, yeah, this so is here's a first a, in Inside Florida Racing so, History. He's actually turning off his cell phone. So here's the deal. Uh, Rick Angie's told me that uh, some friends of his who listened to Bubba the Love Sponge, uh, uh, Bubba was just recently talking about, uh, apparently now, we, I didn't hear this myself, this is secondhand, actually thirdhand, but we talked about it with Rick for a while, and... Uh, he talked to his buddies who he talks to. They listen to Bubba all the time, and Bubba was talking about Stan Colin, the former owner of, of East Bay Raceway Park, the man who really put the Winter Nationals on the map and, and really made East Bay, uh, you know, upgraded the place, did a lot of good things there, um, had bought Ocala, and it was a done deal. Well, that's... Done deal. Yeah, well, that's not true, um, and uh, uh, at least it's not true according to the owner, uh, Mike Peters. And I think he would know. Now, we do know that the the uh, track has, has been for sale, uh, uh, and uh, we do know that, of course, they've had some negotiations going on and uh, uh, some pretty strong interests. Uh, expre- Why does Mike want to sell? Extre- well, I'll get to that in a minute. Expressed from uh, Stan Colin's uh, interest to, uh, to, uh, to, to secure uh, Ocala Speedway, but as Mike said, there is no deal done now, and and he's not uh, un- until a deal is presented to him that that is, you know, the kind of deal that he wants. He's not going anywhere uh, because he's worked really hard. He feels he's worked really hard, and he has done. Have you talked to Stan? Yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get to all that. Just hang loose, man. I'm just oh, get, I'm laying this out for you here. I'm just laying this out for you. So, Mike Mike Peters does not have a an agreement to sell the track. Uh, he is interested in selling it because he's expressed that he's done a hell of a job there. He's turned the place around, and, you know, he has some other things maybe he'd like to do, some other interests in life and some other areas that, that if he can, um, you know, turn, if he feels that. He, he does have a commitment. He's expressed this to me on numerous occasions. He feels that um, responsibility, and there's a connection to the racing community, and he's not just going to walk away and, and let it go to pot so to speak you know he, he does have he wants to make sure that if he sells the track and it turns it over and puts it in somebody else's hands that not only is he you know receive the kind of compensation that he wants but he has he wants to make sure that the, the racing community is well cared for yeah i mean he put he put a lot of himself into that racetrack this, and he wants that and that's you know he wants to make sure it's going to keep going on the th- correct way this past this past weekend the winter nationals deal there the first time they've done that there um they had the big sprint car show the four tens and they had the uh, the modifieds the dirt car modifieds they had 1800 plus people in the front grand in the grandstand mm-hmm. um he had a pretty good show for a cold friday night uh, Saturday was not quite that because of you know the, for a number of reasons, but he put Ocala seriously is now on the radar nationwide because he had everybody who's who in dirt racing has come to his track over the weekend. Yeah, Kenny Wallace was Big up there. there T- Tony Stewart's people. I mean, there's just a lot yeah. of you know all over the country. The people who who are who's who in dirt motorsports came through Ocala. And checked it out, and 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 this was his first year doing it, and there was a lot of things. Like Mike called me up at one point of the week. He was like, "The press credentials. You put on a big national event here in Florida at this time of the year, 
everybody who has a newspaper with five readers or a website <laughs> with six, yeah. six readers is calling to get press credentials. And he's saying, Jack, I just can't do this, you know. Yeah. And uh, But that's the kind of deal that, that happens. And, and, you know, there's a lot of things that I'm sure he learned from doing this this year. And he plans next year to expand it and make it an even bigger deal. Um, uh, I have not talked to Stan Cole, and we put a call into Stan Cole several months ago, um, and uh, we have not been able to talk to him about it. Um, but um, Stan, did, did you try to talk to Bubba? No, because I talked to the owner of the yeah. track. Oh, I know. You know what I mean? No, no. No, listen. I, this isn't a knock. Don't don't go there now. Listen. The last time I said anything bad about eight years ago, I picked on Bubba, and he called me up and burned my ear off on the phone. It's still. I have a. I have a scar there. Okay. I I know. I saw it. Yeah. I know. I know. Oh, but me and Bubba are racing, buddy. He's not going to. No, I. You know, I have a lot of respect for him that way. But you know, the reason why I asked, I wanted to know, if Stan Colin was wanting to do this is because is he really wanting to open a, a, a racetrack up that's what i want to know but there's a lot of places that stan colin could be looking if he can't make a deal at ocala ocala is big time now man after last weekend i mean look at the show they put on look at the names that they had at the racetrack man they had all the major guys there they're big dogs now yeah quite quite in Quite impressive, um, you know, the, the caliber of talent they had there at the track. And, uh, you know, Mike should be very proud of himself. And, you know, it, it's been a lot of hard work. And I think, um, you know, he might have had times where he thought, you know, okay, enough. But well, I, I think he, I mean, they, they love the track. And I think they love what they've done. One of the things that we have talked about over the years, and, and I, I just don't know. I wish I could, if I could buy a billboard or something. I, I just wish every race fan and every person that's involved in this sport in Florida would understand the importance of the continuity of the whole deal. We talked about, let me explain this. Ken Kenny is making a thing here. He's taken over down at Henry County Speedway. Yep. He got together with the people down there, and one of the things he pointed out to the, the staff and the people down there is, you know, you can pick on some things that Chris Ponsolt may not have done right. You've worked with Chris. I've worked mm-hmm. with Chris. You know this. Yeah. Chris is, you know, Chris comes from a different planet than some other people, and that's <laughs> understood. But he's one hell of a good guy. And you know yes, what? Yes, he is. If he hadn't come along when he did and put, even though he's not involved in racing, he was not a race fan per se, he was not involved in the whole racing deal, he did it as a business decision, but he kept the track from extinction, you know, and like the same thing up at, at Ocala. Mike Peters, part of the success, and Mike acknowledged this, you know, that part of the success that Mike Peters is enjoying is because of the work that the Armstrongs did, who owned it before him. They put a couple of million dollars into the place, making it a really, really nice place. Yes, That was it is. something they did, the prior owners. Mm-hmm. And Mike inherited that when he bought it. Up at Bronson Motor Speedway, Mike Cope came in, and that was a track that myself and another person were in the process of buying, and the deal fell apart at the last moments, and I'm I'm so thankful that that happened. But Mike came in there, and he put an enormous amount of money and effort into making the place a really top-shelf place. It's very nice there. There's safety fences that are, you know, better than any in Florida. He really made the place a really attractive facility. Tony Parker 
Mike wasn't able to to do the deal in terms of promotion and making Mm -hmm. that part of the program work, as were the Armstrongs. They weren't able to really make that whole part work, just like Chris Ponsel. But you know what? When Tony Parker comes in, he's inheriting the work of other people. And so when I hear racetrack owners, when things go start looking sour and they start saying things like, I'll be the last owner of this track, man, that's a bad attitude to have. That's the wrong attitude, and that doesn't represent what we need in this sport. You need to have owners who have an understanding of the history of it and understand their place in it and their responsibility to the community. And that's all i got to say about it. What do you think, Rob? Well, Jack, I was just, um, I'm looking at my notes here, and I was wondering, is there something happening with Kenny's United Dirt Model Challenge Series up at Ocala? There's this little note that says February 27th. Well, that's when, that... that's the first uh, United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series race for this year, and I'm going to try to, Ken's been uh, under the weather a bit, and um, um, I spoke to him today, and he's going to, we're going to try to get Ken on our show next week to okay. talk about the series and, and uh, the upcoming big deal at that um, first race at, at Ocala. At Ocala, okay. Mark that on your calendar, Ocala, with the United Dirt Lane Mile Challenge Series on February 27th. We're going to take a break a bit. We'll return in just a few minutes to more Inside Florida Racing in Rob's special karting segment.
about carding. Rob, take it away. Who's yes, your special uh, guest, another, Rob? Uh, carding, uh, carding news, put it that way, for the week of uh, February 2nd. Um, last week, you know, uh, we had our Chad Dawkin on, who uh, races uh, all kinds of cars and carts, and he races all kinds of stuff. And this week, we've got Victor Peters. Victor, how you doing? Pretty good. How about you? We're doing great. Um, Victor Peters is uh, he's employed uh, by PF Racing. He's located in Bushnell, Florida, um, one of the largest car shops in the country. You know, if you need any kind of go-kart stuff, they're definitely uh, a folks to call. Now, does, does uh, TS, what does TS Racing stand for? What does the TS stand for? Uh, the TS stands for Todd Savvy. He's the now founder he's of the guy. company. And he's a guy that uh, is very instrumental, uh, his father, uh, for sure, very instrumental in uh, a, a lot of the things that are on carts that people use to race today, aren't they? Yeah, that's correct. And both him and his father founded a lot of stuff uh, for all the years of their racing that basically has a lot to do with karting today. That is, does Bill still stay involved in it? Oh, yes, he's there every day, and uh, he plays a major role in what goes on at TS Racing. Yeah, I remember uh, those guys have been involved in racing for years and years and years, you know, and it's great to have that kind of knowledge. Uh, if you're into karting or want to know things about certain kind of carts, you know, to have, you know, experienced guys like that right in the cart shop itself is definitely uh a must, and I'm sure it's uh, helped you over the years uh, as you've become a, a racer and also a builder of motors and stuff, hasn't it? Yeah, it sure has. We have a very great group of guys, not only Bill, but Todd and then uh, myself. Uh, we also have Raymond, which has many years of experience that runs the park, and we have you know Dave that does all our two-cycle work, and, and Marty, and then Todd's son, uh, Brett, is an up-and-coming racer, which races He's racing cars and stuff like that now, and he's there. Uh, so we have a great group of people there with a lot of knowledge. So uh, do you still do the uh, the, the big WKA event um, in uh, Daytona? Yeah, Daytona this year, um, they ran. They didn't do anything with the dirt track. Uh, they took a year off from trying to do the dirt racing, but they still ran the Enduros. And they also moved their Manufacturer's Cup race to... They built the track right there inside the speedway to do that, so they held both of those events at Christmas time uh, over at the big track. Do they still do it the day after Christmas? Oh, yeah, we start, uh, parking starts the 27th, and then racing is the 28th, 29th, 30th. And uh, then there's other organizations that also race. I didn't actually race at Daytona, the big track this year. I went up to Jasper and raced with another organization, 
and we raced that whole week also on the dirt track up in Jasper, Florida. So for folks that are listening out there that would like to race on uh, the real Daytona Speedway, the track that the cars race on, they could actually do that, couldn't they? Oh, yeah, they definitely can. They'd have to contact World Karting, WKA, and they could get all their information right off their website there um, on how to get into karting and or uh, get involved if they want to race over there at the big track. Now you guys will you guys will sell them the right cart to get involved, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we sell basically every form of go-kart racing. We either have it in stock or can get it for you. Most everything's sitting there on the showroom floor. Now, let's talk a little bit about... Um, we had uh, Sam on, Sam Rodriguez, owner of Dirt Double Speedway, uh, a couple weeks ago. And I see that we were talking then about the, you know, the big race that was up and coming there, the money race that they had. And I see that you uh, won in the stock heavy class there. Talk to us yeah, a little I... bit about the uh, that race and uh, other money-type races and uh, how prevalent they are. Well, every year, uh, right around the New Year's time, Sam tries to put on a an event you know, to help build his local races that support him, plus bring in some of the bigger racers and, and kind of do the best of both worlds for everybody. So um, he had took a couple of years off, and this was the first year back that they've actually been able to have the big year shootout. And it's, um, we would like to see the participation be a little bit better than what it was, but it was still a really good deal. I mean, the guys that came were top-notch racers, and uh, I was very fortunate to have a very good weekend. Uh, Friday night, I uh, qualified on the pole and led every lap of the feature and won the pro heavy class on Friday night and then turned around and qualified third on Saturday and ended up winning the stock heavy race on Saturday. So I, I had a pretty phenomenal weekend. Uh, I also had some customers that ran really well. Uh, Dustin Chisholm, which you had on uh, a couple of weeks ago, he uh, came out and ran, and he won uh, super heavy. Um also had uh, some other customers run gold plate that run third. Had one customer was a misfortune of some things and could have won uh, both days, but got taken out by some other competitors. Um, his dad's a big racer local to the Tampa Bay area. And uh, so we had a really fortunate, really good weekend. I see also that you won. You talked about it at Daytona this year. They didn't run the uh, – the, the Dirt World Championships, and I bet you're really mad about that since you won, like, six straight stock two-cycle Dirt World Championships. But yeah, I always enjoyed running over at the stadium. I guess so. Six, six straight. <laughs> yeah, we, I've won a bunch of other classes, too, but, I mean, I have a six straight uh, world national title in that class, and then the year that I got beat, which would have been the seventh, they never ran it again after that, so I never got to go back and uh, uphold anything there but uh we were well we i say wk is working on getting back into the municipal stadium um and start running there again so i'm i'm looking forward to that i always like running there and i like the competition of the amount of people that show up there so yeah i told told jack about that he's never he's never seen that go down and uh i told him that that's an event that if people um necessarily that don't go see go-kart races that, that don't think it's competitive enough for them um, I would uh, encourage you if they have it next year to uh, go to that municipal stadium and watch these go-karts from all over the United States of America and the world come and compete and some of the awesomest competition that you'll see and fast, furious racing yeah, it's, it's really phenomenal it's, it's the 
don't know, the best race here I can fathom that we can run all year because people do come from all over the world, definitely all over the, they come from the northeast to the out west, and we do have people that come from other countries that come and run. And uh, it's just phenomenal to see that many people in one place at one time. And uh, it's, it's really a lot of fun to run out there. It reminds me of a uh, quarter-mile track, a track track around the football field at a high school. <laughs> yeah, that's it probably doesn't look like that now. It's been a few years since I've been there, but I remember years of watching it. And, uh, just remembered how aggressive all the drivers were and what a rough track it was at times. And uh, Don't yeah, they run the uh, Speedway motorcycles on that track? Yes, they do. Uh, I couldn't answer if they still run them, I believe that they do, because we, we held one event there a year, and I believe they held two events a year. And uh, so, it, yeah, they ran them there, and that was – I've only ever been there once to watch the bikes run, but it, it's just as exciting to watch them run there as it was a go-kart. So um, how old are you? I am 35. 35. Now, you've got a, uh, a lifetime of credits here that um, – talk about all kinds of various things uh i do see uh one of the things your father owns a modified that buzzy uh uses to compete at east bay yeah my father and buzzy uh own a modified together and buzzy races it and uh they also house one for david when when he comes down and he gets time off of his busy schedule yeah that's not too often these days no it sure isn't they're actually getting everything ready to go right now to go to the nationals at east bay which will be next week so we've been uh, getting the car ready for that. I don't so Buzz is going to be working that. Uh, he's going to be trying to oh, get yeah. in every night. Yep. They uh, they just picked up Aaron's as a new sponsor, so they're going to basically debut their new car at the Nationals. So uh, that'll be pretty exciting for them. There you go, folks. There's some inside information for you. Buzz's got new sponsor, new ride, ready to go. How many days are going to run? What five days of racing? Yeah, they have one practice day, and then they have four days of racing. So they'll be out there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So have you gotten good at uh, setting cars like that up as well as uh, karting stuff? I don't get to spend as much time doing that, but uh, I I help them very little. Uh, When I can, I do. And then I have a few other friends of mine that race up at uh, Volusia County Speedway and stuff like that that run late models, and I help them out probably more so just because it fits into my schedule more. Um, I have driven uh, Buzzy's Modified a few times and had some fun out at East Bay with it. Uh, in my younger years, I've done some uh, SCCA racing as far as cars go and stuff like that. So I've, I've dabbled a little bit in all kinds of different forms of car racing. It's never Go-karting has kind of been my forte, and I've, I've just really enjoyed doing that, and I've stayed in that basically full-time. Well, Victor, uh, you're a motor builder. I'm sure that keeps you busy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been fortunate to stay very busy over the years. So I owned DP Motorsports for quite a few years and uh, just recently have gone to work at TS Racing to house their four-cycle program and basically merged together and, and try to create one of the one of the largest elite karting organizations you know, out there. And basically, and not so much to outdo anybody, but to so one guy can come and get everything in one spot. He can, you know, he can come there and get his parts and get his motors. You know, we can do a setup um, and basically do everything as a one-stop part shop. Yeah, and uh, 
it's all coming back to me now, Victor. Me and you have talked earlier in my um, racing time now is that you you actually used to build these uh, Briggs and Stratton motors, didn't you? Yes, I sure do. Yeah. Yep. Now, I remember talking to you a few years back now. So you, you were building all these motors, so you actually went into business with uh, TS Racing, and now you guys actually are working out of their shop. That's correct. Yep. So that, I do a lot more things than just go-karts. I do mini-cup cars, sure. build motors, and set up mini-cup cars. Uh, I've done some junior dragster stuff. I have a few guys still running that. And uh, we do a lot more racing engines. I mean, we do we do all kinds of stuff. So uh, it's not just go-karting. But, uh, yeah, uh, what yeah. I'm trying to do, Victor, is I'm trying to get some of my faithful listeners out here that are just into cars to realize that the karting isn't like the karting that they think it is. There's so much involved in karting these days. And uh, real quick, because we got to go here, um, how... How much, how much does it cost to get one of those uh, built five-horse Briggs and Stratton motors, you know, for one of those open classes so those guys run for big money? How much do those guys put in one of those motors? Well, a full-fledged open uh, modified, you know, the guys can sink up to five grand in them, just the motor alone. Uh, the average carter that just wants to get into racing, I mean, he could get he could get a real high-quality motor for right around 800 to 1000 bucks for top-notch. Now just imagine that somebody spending five thousand on go kart. Obviously, just not your regular, average, everyday go kart. But uh, Victor, I'm I'm glad that you took the time to talk with us. And uh, for folks out there listening, uh, if you'd like to get a hold of uh, Victor, talk to him about racing, or uh, you want a good motor built, um, check out TS TS Racing uh, located in Bushnell, Florida. What's the website? Is it TSRacing.com? Yeah, TSRacing.com. Yep. All right. Uh, I appreciate your time, sir. No problem, Victor. Appreciate it. All right. And, uh, DC, we got some, uh, some carding news. You want to help me read it? Um, you know, I, I would love to, but I, I, I don't have it. You have it, so you go ahead and read it. All right. I don't have a copy of it. Sorry. For you. Here, the, it, here it is the carding news with Rob Bonehead Eltrick. Ed, well, the reason I wanted her to read it because I couldn't know if I could. Uh, pronounce the guy's name or not, but I'm going to give it. <laughs> oh, come Ed now. Hunt collected $500 winner's purse in the first annual South okay. Florida shootout at uh, Martin County Raceway, and uh, Orlando Speedwell Legends driver Rusty Chancey was second. Um, WKA Dirt Divisional Series will open their 200, uh, 2009 season on uh, February 28th. Start track located on the grounds of Volusia County Speedway in Barberville. For more information, Go to WKAFDDS.com. Um, the Thundering Herd of the DeSoto Champ Carts will open their 2009 season this Saturday at Citrus County Speedway on the same card as the TBRA Sprint. So uh, for you folks that like uh, open-wheel action, um, not only the DeSoto Champ Car Series, but also the TBRA Sprint. So uh, there you have it. That's our carding segment for uh, this week. And uh, Okay. Next week, let's see. Who are we going to have on next week? We're going to have... The president of the... Um, United States? FKA. We get Barack Obama? Cool. Jimmy Sims will have to suffice. <laughs> the Jimmy president. Sims, the president of the FKA. That's right. the president of the... Mutually, no, I'm Okay, I just, I just, Rob, I just need to clear something we're, we're up. We're going to do a break. We're going to go to a break, we, but before yeah. we go to break, a couple of announcements. One, I want to clear up the last time I gave the uh, address for New, New Smyrna Speedway. Um, I 
I misspoke. It's NewSmyrnaSpeedway.org to go to their website to get more information that about the... That is spelled the, uh, O-R-G. O-R-G for their Org. 43rd annual... The O-R-G um, they got. It's the rest of it. They always have a hard time. NewSmyrnaSpeedway.org. That and one more announcement. Um, now, this is especially, especially for Bill Green who missed the earlier announcements the when I said... The memo did not get to Bill. The memo, unfortunately, did not get to Bill when already a couple of times tonight I have said to get in touch with us because we want your feedback is feedback at realracingusa.com. That's how you email us. You can Racing. text us. You can text us at Racing. 941-228-8359. You can do that during a show. You can do it before or after a show. So, Bill... That is how you get a hold of us. And no, Bill, I am not giving you my cell number for you to get a hold of me when I'm away from the show. We're going to go to a break, and we'll be right back. I'm Doug Rose, owner of the Green Mamba Jet Dragster. You're listening to Real Racing USA on Short Track America. Be there. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Dishonest Cable TV hooker-upper. Mr. Dishonest Cable TV hooker-upper. On any given day, somewhere between 9 and 4.30, you arrive ready to bring us the world. And for an extra 20, you'll bring us porn. Naughty, naughty boy. Hey, you've already got the van and the jumpsuit. Why not get into criminal activity? Just a naughty boy. After all, what are they going to do? Throw you in cable jail? So crack open an ice-cold Bud Light manhandler of the Scrambler, because isn't it about time someone hooked you up? Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Karnak.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Karnak gets it done.
Well, it's not Tony Soprano on us on the show with us right now, but it is Tony Anderson from Kentucky. Hey, Tony, how you doing? Just fine. How y'all doing? Doing well. Welcome to Inside Florida Racing, and I hear you are getting ready to come on down to participate in the World Figure Eight Champion Race at Auburndale. Yep, sure am. Now, have you been racing? Tony, you just bought you a new car. It looks like you bought the car of the reigning World Figure Eight Champion, Fred Bear Jr. Is that true? Yep, that's true. Yep, Fred's a, a buddy of mine. I, I had an old car, and I didn't race this year, and I, we went up there just to watch, and I come back home right after race, and then I called Fred Monday to congratulate him, me and him friends from before. They used to come down here to Louisville to race. And then he said he's going to sell the car, and I ended up with it. And actually, I bought it just to go back to Indy to run the three-hour this year. I quit racing full-time about two years ago. And then uh, and then Joe told me that he was trying to put this deal together to come to Florida to race. So we're kind of anxious to get there. When they used to come down there before, I was committed to uh, every week deal up here for a sponsor, and I wasn't able to get away. And I raced street stock and outlaw both. And I couldn't get away to come down there before, so kind of wanted to do it then so now's my chance what's your favorite kind of figure eight racing to do figure eight the outlaws really is the best i like but uh they're they just kind of whittled away around here you know they don't they don't run them where i live no more and indianapolis is the closest place and uh, i'm about hour hour and a half from there and, and it makes it kind of tough you know to go there and run every week and I kind of got out of the every week uh, racing deal. I raced for 30 years, and my kids started growing up, so I just kind of laid back for a couple years and didn't race every week. I just run the 3 iron, so I'm going to try to run this traveling deal this year. You excited about this deal here coming up? Can't wait to get there. Can't wait to get away from all this snow, too. (laughs) There ain't no snow down here, brother, but I tell you. It's going to be cold on Thursday night. It says it's going to be in the teens, so might be right? snow coming. Don't bring it with you. No. Nah. No, nah, I thought I was leaving it here. Looks I didn't like think it got that cold in Florida. <laughs> no, see, a lot of people say that, but it gets pretty cold here. We've got a lot of moist air here, so uh, water. If you're on the water, you can stay warm, but inland, man, it gets pretty cold. So uh, you guys should be okay. You're not going to freeze. Don't worry. Nah. We race in the cold here, so... So I'm just kind of anxious to get there. What are your chances of uh, winning this thing? Ah, uh, shoot, that I like. I like to think they're pretty good, or I wouldn't be coming all this way. But uh, and I don't. I don't know much. Many of the guys, you know, from from Florida, there, the John Lavelle that come up here. I mean, he's a good racer, and then uh, all the any guys are good. But John but, uh, Lavelle don't like you or anyone else. Is that right? <laughs> According well, to him last week, he doesn't like anybody. I don't even think he liked us. I think probably the only person you know, he likes is his mama. I feel that way about him. I'm sorry he feels that way, but nah. You need but, to change uh, your attitude because I'm telling you, that's how he feels about you. CC, didn't you get that feeling from who, him last week? Who's oh, you, who are you yeah, that he about? didn't like anybody. You talking about? No, he didn't like anyone. Yeah. Are you talking about John? Really John Laval, yeah. So come down there and meet him at his own place, you know. <laughs> I don't think he will like that. Tony, trust me, that dude's going to be high. These guys are tough, but but we got a competitive car to run with them. I mean, I feel like that's where I was lacking before. When we went to Indianapolis, I had a 12-year-old car, you know, and 
trying to race against them, and they're all they got the best, you know, all up to date stuff. So I feel like we got a car right now to run with them. Well, I haven't even drove this car yet. I went to a racetrack and bought it, and from at home has been sitting. I ain't even drove it. Well, well, Tony, Tony you got to watch them guys. They'll be down here hiding in the bushes, man. Not only John Laval, you got to watch out for that crazy man Rodney Davis too. You can't trust yeah, them I, dudes, man. I don't know him. I guess I have to keep my eyes open. Sometimes it's better not to know who's fixing to crash into. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be a real fun event. Nah, nah, we don't come to crash. We come to race. What'd you say, Cece? No, I said I think it's going to be a real fun event, and there's a lot of talk okay. online at the different forums how fans are really excited about this event at Auburndale, and they're planning to come. And actually, uh, you know, there's a lot more talk about that than a lot of the Winter National events that are going around the state. So I think we're going to have, you know, like a packed track for these events. They race the great cars there every week. No. They don't. I don't know. Jack, they don't race figure eight cars there every week, do they? No, they don't race them every week, but I, I think they race them on a regular basis um, up at Auburndale and Citrus. Now, there's plenty of figure eight cars around, okay, because there is tracks that do run it regular. And uh, the outlaw cars are like the more like street stocks, most of them, not outlaws. That's what you're going to have, and I'm sure you're going to have a mix of some, I'd call them an outlaw street stock. Yeah. With big tires on it, that's coming after you with a bunch of weight. Yeah, these these guys. I mean, it's it's a show. X X blowers. They're gonna be blowing the X, wanting you to hit them with that light car. See that that makes for a good race because you know when uh, when you throw these outlaws down, and then you get some of these uh, you know outlaw figure eight type, you know. Uh, Street stock type cars, throw them out there together. It does make for a great race. Now, when you're in one of those lighter cars, do you worry about those heavier cars blowing the X and trying to cause problems? Nah, I mean, you just, it don't really matter what kind of car it is. You just you watch for all of them, you know what I mean? And that's one thing. I mean, all the guys we race with here, that you know, you can't win if you wreck. So, I mean, everybody got their eyes open and you. I mean, they're, they have wrecked, but it's, it's not, not as many as you would think. I mean, and I know as a fan, you know, you want to see wrecks. I mean, when I was a kid, hell, that was cool. You know, you had the, the wrecks, but when you work on it and pay for it, I'm, I'm paying for this out of my own pocket. I ain't got no sponsors, and I'm coming there out of my own pocket. But it, uh, you, you, do, you try not to wreck, and you can't win if you wreck. So. Yeah, I, I think that as I'm a racer and a fan. I never race. Figure eight. I left that up to somebody else when I owned Street Stock. He ran it figure eight, and I ran it Noble. But I used to love to watch the threading of the needle that has to go on for somebody to be the winner of a figure eight race. The wrecks are there, and yeah, the chair raising, but I think the competition that you see during a figure eight race of stopping and going and being smart. Uh, yeah, that, that's more anymore. Yeah. Well, Tony, thank you so much for joining us on Inside Florida Racing tonight, and we look forward to seeing you when you come down for the big figure eight championship race at Auburndale. Uh, have a safe journey down to Florida, and we'll see you over at the racetrack.
All righty. Thanks for having me. I can't wait to get there. Driver number 94. 94, right? Yeah, driver number yeah, 94. The number 94. That's oh, right. Okay. Okay. All right. Got a couple of new announcements that just came. This stuff comes in off the wire hotter. I mean, it's really hot. The big breaking news from okay. our friend Bill. Well, he's one, okay. but even better than that. Okay, what's the deal with it's New Smyrna Speedway dot org? Org. That's spelled O R G. Yeah, O R G. Organization. Yeah. Now don't confuse them. It's org. Org. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Rob. Yeah. East Bay Raceway Park tomorrow night, or what's tomorrow night? Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday and Wednesday. Clint Boyer is uh, going to come down there and race in the Lucas Oil uh, deal, Lucas Oil late models. On Tuesday and Wednesday nights, cool. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Absolutely. Yeah, that's absolutely. That's straight from uh, our roving reporter, Mr. Bill Green, who now knows how to get in touch with the network that he is a major part of. For how long now? <laughs> also, Bill, he's like in heaven because he's going to be at the racetrack every night. Yeah, he is there every night at East Bay Raceway Park. He uh, sweeps the floors. He empties the trash. He picks up the beer cans, and uh, he give him a microphone. And he actually even throws out um, real racing USA reporters who violate their terms of their agreement with us. So. <laughs> and that, that's a whole other story. Hmm. Bill, Bill knows what I'm talking about. I have another one too. I hear those details. Lo- hey, hey, next next Monday night uh, here on uh, Inside Florida Racing, Mark Keeler, uh, who is the voice of New Smyrna Speedway. Mm-hmm. Will be calling us and being reporting live from the tower as the uh, tour type modifies. How cool is that? The big, big boy, the modifies, the big bad ones. They'll be out there, and uh, he'll be calling and, and uh, briefing us on what's what's going on straight from the tower at New Smyrna Speedway next Monday night. What do you think, Rob? Those are some cool modifies, man. Yeah. That is Don't get be too awesome. excited now, Rob. Monster modified. Yeah. Okay. Now a couple other things I got here. Race car engineering. Steve Dor. Go buy some parts from the dude. Okay. All right. I buy my parts from. That, yeah, he's got the big showroom up there in Lakeland. Go to racecareng.com, not dot org. dot com. Racecareng.com. Uh. Go see Steve Dorr, and you tell him that you come there strictly because you heard it on Real Racing USA, and you want a 50% discount. He's not going to give it to you, but tell him that's what say, you he want. He never gives me a discount. Yeah, yeah. Um, Are you listening, Raymond? I want a discount next time I call yeah. him. Race Car Engineering. They're all over the place, but their their showroom is in. They have the biggest uh, short track, circle track showroom in Florida. Um Parts, they carry parts, the dirt cars, asphalt cars, they got it all. We have a couple of new sponsors coming on the Real Racing USA and also our sister deal there, our brother deal or whatever you call it, Karnak.com. I don't know why we get the, that, that whole thing going, but um, dirt on dirt, dirtondirt.com is this really awesome. If you like dirt late models, yeah, this is the, the place to go. Um, they are the place. And if they're not your place now for dirt late model news, they soon will be. Because once you go there one time and you see what DirtOnDirt.com has, um, you'll be uh, you'll be sold. 
and also uh, Ricky Sanders Racing, uh, RickySandersRacing.com, um, and uh, they are now a uh, contributing. They're a contributing sponsor to helping make the um, uh, the Pete Orr Sportsmanship Award happen, um, and and uh, they're going to be a part of the of the Real Racing USA deal here in, in 2009. Hey guys, I, I'm looking at the uh, DirtOnDirt.com website right now. This is nice. Look at they have right up to date uh, information about East Bay. Um, this looks great. Yes, it's a nice website. DirtOnDirt.com. Hey, uh, Rob. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Next week, we got the Jerry Sims, right, the president of, of Florida Karting Association. Yes. We're also going to have Lee Arnold. I talked to Lee the other day, and um, you know, that's the V8 stock car thing. They're getting ready to have this huge um, deal over at uh, Sebring. And, uh, really? Yeah, and, and they're going to do that deal. We're going to talk about that. But also, I'm not even going to get into it, but he's got some really interesting news about developments over around the Palm Beach area um, that uh, uh, kind of might have, might have some effect on circle track racing. Um, but anyway, it's Florida racing, and that's what we're about. So. He's going to be on, and one of the things we're going to be delve into with him a little bit is why do racers race? Um, because he, um, you just got to tune in and check this out because I think after this you may have a different, a little bit slightly different tack, take on on why um, the whole deal about purses and all that sort of stuff. Uh, we're also going to have Ken Kenny on next week, regardless of whether he wants to be or not. He's he's been <laughs> he's been summoned, um, and uh, Bill Green is is just ringing off my my phone off the hook here. We're going to have Ray Miller, who is uh, one of the the old time veterans, member of the Hall of Fame, modified reunion uh, whole deal. I was just. Um I'm I'm checking out this uh this new website dirtondirt.com and um they are reporting the passing of a um of dirt racer Ed Gibbons out of the Carolina is he a, a South Carolina out of South Carolina yeah. a, a champion in the Carol in 2001 of the Carolina yeah, Clash Super Late Model Series um passed away oh, yeah. due to an a uh, automotive accident on Sunday uh, he was only 46 years old, leaves behind a family. Quite sad. Yeah. And then uh, one more uh, sponsorship and partnership, uh, marketing partner note. Uh, Fast Lane Collectibles uh, is over at East Bay Raceway Park uh, all during the East Bay Winter Nationals. And uh, there's a, uh, information about the, the, the Fast Lane Collectibles on the front page of RealRaceInUSA.com. But uh, they are uh, uh, sponsoring the uh, Thursday night uh, Real Racing USA live show live from East Bay Raceway Park with uh, Rick Angies, Bill Green, and myself. And uh, Fastlane uh, Collectibles, they got the, the big trailers there with all the T-shirts of all the drivers and the, the stars that come out to uh, East Bay Raceway Park. So did you have something else? Before? I think we need to go to break, don't we? I think we need to go to break. Yes, we do. All right. We'll be right back on Inside Florida Racing, everyone. Don't go anywhere. Remember, get in touch. Feedback at realracingusa.com or 941-228-8359. That's how you send us a text message, just like Bill Green. Us, porn. A naughty, naughty boy. 
Hey, you've already got the van and the jumpsuit. Why not get into criminal activity? Just After all, what are they going to do? Throw you in cable jail? So crack open an ice-cold Bud Light manhandler of the Scrambler, because isn't it about time someone hooked you up? Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Karnak.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Karnak gets it done. And we're back inside Florida Racing. The show is flying by, but we're not yet done. We're going to talk more about figure eight racing. Good evening, Kenny St. John, and welcome to Inside Florida Racing. I'm C.C. Brooks, and uh, you're on with myself and Rob and Jack. And also, we've got Kenny St. John. He's the, uh, he's the, the current world figure eight tour announcer, C.C. How about that? That is so cool. Welcome to the show, Kenny. What about it? (laughs) So are you coming down to talk or are you coming down to race? Oh, no, I gave up racing a long time ago. They call me King Kenny St. John because I am the king of figure eight racing. You can believe that. I thought maybe you did it from inside the car. That would make you the king if you could do it from in the car. Okay, then you're going to have to call me the prince then, because I ain't going to do that. <laughs> now, do that again. Let's Tell you a little bit about this World Figure A Racing okay. Tour. Good. Lay it out. Good. It's the greatest idea since sliced bread. This man, Joe Cohn, just remember his name. His name is Joe Cohn. Is about to propel Figure A Racing where it belongs, and it belongs over the top. Not as a sideshow, not as a filler to some of these racetracks. But he's going to make it a very, very special event, and we're going to go all around the country. And we're going to make Auburndale Speedway our first stop. We're going to be down there practicing on the 12th, racing 13th, Friday the 13th. I hate to do that, but we're going to be racing Friday the 13th, 100-lap shootout on the 14th, and we're going to crown a figure-eight champion, a Florida figure-eight champion, on Sunday night the 15th. It's going to be something else to see. It's going to be something else to see. If you live in Saskatchewan and you can't get there because it will be live on Real Racing USA all over the world. That's tremendous. That's just the kind of outpour that we've been getting from uh, the racing community ever since we brought this idea to fruition. Uh, Everybody wants a piece of it, and it looks like it's really going to fly good. Joe Cohen is, uh, he's the man. That's all there is to it. But, uh, he's got the idea. He's got the wherewithal and he's got the hookups and we're going to do this. We're going to do it Auburndale Speedway. And I'll be in town next Monday night beating on some bushes, but we'll be at the racetrack Thursday. We'll be racing Friday, Saturday and Sunday at Auburndale Speedway. It's going to be something to see now. I'm telling you. Oh, so you're coming in early. Coming yeah, I got to get in night. early. Got to beat yeah. some bushes, Jack. Yeah. You got to be some bushes. Yeah, I got to uh, wake up the neighbors, let them all know we're in town. 
I'm bringing a bunch of ruffians down the road to me. We've met quite a few of them. So, well. Yeah. I heard you talk to Eddie Van Meter and the Big Cat and all them. I heard little Tony Anderson on your uh, talk show a little while ago. Tony Anderson's a heck of a good race car guy. Tony Anderson's got a little brother. I call him Andy Anderson. He's a mechanic, and he's got a little ball-headed mechanic. I can't call his name right now, but he's he's super people. All these people are real good people, but... They come to race and they come to take well, the money. You're coming oh, down to Florida where you br- coming with last year's wait, winning wait, car. Wait a minute, Rob. Wait a minute. Look, King Kenny, you guys, yes, you sir. may, I think you might be making a little mistake there. You're bringing all these good people down here. I'm telling you, these guys are coming down to race against ain't good people, dude. I'm telling you right now, they're not good people. Well, I don't know. You know, I've heard about that. Uh, World's most dangerous figure eight driver. I'm going to call him a big pussy. No, he's hated. John got part right. <laughs> he got part of that right. He's a cat. Yeah, he's a cat. Yeah, he's a cat. <laughs> but uh, John's quite a racer. He's very, uh, very lib and very gib. And uh, he's got a good race car, too. But I think these guys are going to see the, the fast guys getting a wind on them. You know, they're going to have to do a little teaming up on us. But... Uh, we're going to bring about 12 or 15 from the north. We've got uh, Leonard Basham, a former world champion out of Louisville, Kentucky. He's coming along, too. And the Tony Anderson crew, he's got last year's winning car. You told it. The 2008 World Championship figure eight car that won the world championship at the Indianapolis Speedrome last September. Well, you know, if you guys got an extra car, we've got this hot shoe named Jackaroo Smith. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jackaroo Smith is like... He wants to get in a car. Give, really. Yeah, I want to get in the back of a limo or something. Yeah, that's what well, it, that's more the of a limo type. Huh? Yeah, you got it. Jackaroo Smith. Oh, come on, Rob. You can do it. Go to the watering hole when it's all over with. That's what it sounds like he is. He wants to go to a hole, all right. Okay, Rob, you race it. What's that? You, you do the figure eight race. No. <laughs> no, I've, I've got a brand new son, and I want to keep this for, you know, I want to keep myself around for him. You know, I'll leave that figure eight racing up to the guys that know what they're doing. Cause I got, I got I a question. I was wondering. Don't know what I'm doing? Are there any women who race in the figure eight? Not that win. Oh, there shush! I mean, are there any out there that race yet? There hasn't been one race yet in Indianapolis, anyway. Mm-hmm. But that's about to change in year 2009. Well, we've got Joe Cohen. Go ahead, Joe Cohen. Ever the promoter, Joe Cohen. He's going to put on women figure eight racing it's got to be all women no against the men it's all women against women but they're going to race in 2009 in an apple speed zone uh-oh a cat fight on wheels wow <laughs> i'll bet you're right there hey, we got a hot shoe woman that likes to race <laughs> well we'll test her out i mean you know that tire out you know we'll give her a chance what i'm trying to say yeah then we'll let her drive the car too oh thank well, you <laughs> Be nice. She sounds like quite a race fan to me. But Kenny, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a good time over there, Auburndale. Sure. Hey, Ken- she races cars. She's raced a few times. We get her in cars anytime we can. We get absolutely the wheel. Absolutely. Well, I don't know. I'll check with my uh, management control here and see if we can maybe give her a little test ride with a controlled environment out there, and let her see what it's like to be in one of these. $50,000 race cars. $50,000 wow. race cars we're going to be bringing at you all, boy. So you can bring your cars over and race us, and I know you'll do well because I've seen you racing the three. All you Florida guys, 
We want you all to be there because this is going to be the show. It's going to be a great time. There you have it, fellas. Right. If you got a car, bring it out to the playground because the figure eights are the but they're racing the. But but you can't just bring your car. You got to bring attitude also. Oh. Got to bring your figure eight attitude. You got to have that figure eight attitude. So, um, hey, you know, this has been a lot of fun. Kenny, we're gonna is it? We're we're gonna call you next Monday night. You're gonna be in our neighborhood, so we're gonna get. I'll give you a call. We'll talk to you next Monday as well. Maybe bring us up to date. Uh, give us a final uh, final rundown on now that once you get on the ground here and and uh, and, and get uh, feeling some Florida weather, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Okay, if you would, please call me after 8 o'clock. My plane lands at 7.30, but I'm telling you about bringing that attitude down there. If Dale Earnhardt would have been a figure-eight driver instead of a NASCAR driver, I'm telling you, his temperament and his talent would have made him uh, a real challenge for me. Yeah, there you go. I'm sorry. Kenny, we appreciate it. I appreciate you. We'll all see you at Auburndale Speedway. Bye, Kenny. We'll see you there. Looking forward to it. Bye, See you there. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Take it easy. Okay. Very good. That was a uh, that was an entertaining interview there. And um, let's see here. I'm looking forward to uh, heading over to Auburndale and on the 14th and uh, checking out professional figure eights. That's my first. It's going to be my first time to see him at that that caliber of of driving when it comes to figure eights. It should be a good time and. I tell you, from everything that I'm reading online and from what I'm hearing, if you're planning to go over to Auburndale for any night of these racing, these figure eights, make sure you get there early because it's really sounding like they're going to have packed grandstands. And uh, so make sure you get there early so you can get yourself a great seat. Before we go tonight, before we finish up Inside Florida Racing, we are going to get more details on that on that ice racing coming up to Tampa. So, uh, Rob, let's yes, get our I'm special here. guest on the air. We're on the air, and I've got the uh, British Bulldog, Anthony Barlow. He's going to be uh, racing in the uh, ice racing that's going on at St. Pete Times Forum in Tampa. We were talking about it earlier. How are you doing, Anthony? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Good. Now, uh, what you guys are on the road on your way here from where were you racing in Wyoming? No, we were further than that, uh, Everett, Washington. Wow. All the way back so, uh, across the United States of America, all the way down to Tampa, Florida. You're coming? Yeah, we're, uh, we've uh, actually, there's uh, me, Nathan Hippie Siegel, and there's uh, Wobo from England. And uh, we've we've done non-stop traveling since Saturday night. We left Washington, I believe it was midnight Saturday, and we've been in the truck ever since. And actually, we're I think we're uh, we just went past Denver, and we're in Kansas, about 150 miles. So we're, I think we're just over halfway there. So how, how many races are going to be in your uh, season this year in your tour? We're doing 14 races. Uh, we set off last week in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Went to uh, Everett, Washington, and we're in Tampa, Florida next week, this Sunday. Then we've got two rounds in Massachusetts. Then we've got another two rounds in New York. Then we've got one round in uh, Michigan. And then we go to Dawson Creek, Canada, which is a mile zero, uh, mile zero, uh, which is right, you know, the mile zero line for uh, Alaska. Then we right. drop down for two more rounds to Penticton, Canada. Then we finish in Wenatchee. Uh, Washington, so it's a real busy year this year. 
what is the website that folks can check out to uh, see information about your deal? XIIR.com. XIIR.com. Now, um, that'll have all your uh, scheduling and uh, all your results and stuff and pictures. That's it. Yeah. It's it's pretty up to date. Uh, The last week's scores were on, and I'm actually leading the series at the moment, and I've not won a round. Um, I finished second twice, so I'm pretty happy with that. Now, uh, you've been racing for a long time. How long have you been doing this ice racing stuff? This is my 10th year. So I came to America in 1998, and I I said I was only going to do it for five years, and here I am still doing it. Well, uh, can you explain to the folks what kind of uh, motorcycles you're going to be racing out there? Yeah, basically, they're... uh, I don't know if anybody has ever seen a Speedway bike, but it's... um, the bikes are very unique. Uh, they do zero to 60 in under three seconds, and they have no brakes. Um, it's a European motorcycle. It's a 500cc single four-valve engine. It's like putting, basically, a crotch rocket engine in a bicycle and trying to race it round on the ice. <laughs> with no ice, with no brakes. With no brakes. The first thing that you do on a Speedway bike is uh, when you jump on it, you drop the clutch, and then you realize there's no tank, so you squeeze your legs in as hard as you can. The tank on the bike's only half a gallon, and then the next minute, you know, you're, you're wondering what the heck's going on, and then you go for the brakes, and there's no brakes, and then you hit the wall. <laughs> That's on a bad day. Now, on a good day, how does it work? On a good day, uh, you, you, it's pretty much like riding a jet ski. Most people have rode jet skis. If you go around the corner and you shut the throttle off, they go straight, don't they? Whereas on a speedway bike, it's exactly the same thing. Once you're committed, you've got to, you've got to keep it on. You can't go away on on uh, into the corner on half throttle and expect to get round. You've got to be committed. And it, and it is, you know, it, it, it does look easy, but it is very hard. We had a couple of the four-wheeler guys on uh, on them last week. Nathan Siegel rode one, and, it, and he, he, he got round, but he, he came off a couple of times. So uh, now you talked about the four-wheelers. You run a quad class there. Uh, so th- what do they do with these four-wheelers? They drill some, uh, they put screws in the tires or what? Yeah, yeah, we have some special studs, and uh, what we do is we get a lot of uh, amateurs are, uh, in- interested in it. One of them, your mate Greg Groover, he'll be there. And, uh, he'll be Groover. He's been doing it for years now. He's yeah, and he's always he's always quite quick, but he never seems the bike never seems to run properly. If the bike runs properly, I'm sure he would do really well at it. He's got a brand new one this year. He's got a brand new one. Brand new one. So, so what we do is we have. Uh, we have what we call our five pros on the tour, and uh, what we do then is we let any amateur come in and try and win the, the night, and it did happen last week. We have a super trap dash for cash. What that means is any amateur like Groover that can come and win walks away with an extra $500. So the guy just off the street can walk away with $1,150 for the Sunday afternoon race. If, if the uh, amateur class, does the winner get to race in the uh, pro class? No, no, they, they just get seeded straight through to the pros. We just pick them off the street randomly, first come, first serve. And like I said, somebody, somebody walked away with $1,150 last week, which is quite a lot of money for somebody that's just bought a few screws, screwed them in the tire and just came to race. Right. So uh, that sounds great. Uh, you're only covering uh, one one uh, place in Florida, just Tampa? Yeah, just Tampa. We do try to go to like Miami. We really do like Florida, obviously because it's warm, and it's you know it's, it's unusual to do ice racing there. But the problem with, is we're competing with so many things, whether it's the Rolling Stones, hockey, you know, the PRP bull thing. 
So it's very hard to get in these arenas, whereas up north it's not as hard. Cece, uh, what do you think about all this? Oh, I think it's really interesting, and and I wish I could come up sometime and uh, and check out one of the events. I remember when we when we spoke with him um, the last time they were up in Tampa. So um, it sounds like it'll be great fun. And exactly when is it again? It's this Sunday. This it's Sunday at the Ice Palace. Sunday night at eight. So, so th- it's not at eight, Rob. It's at three o'clock, I think. No, the eighth. The eighth, February eighth. February eighth. Yeah, but it starts. It's Sunday. It starts at three o'clock. Three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, I talked to uh, one of our photographers today, and uh, let's try to get him to come there and take some pictures on Sunday because I'm going to come. And uh, yeah, definitely. They you always get take it up on our site. Anyway. Yeah, we like to get it up on our site. Maybe uh, you know, just try to get it out there to folks. To see yeah. There's other things racing. Yeah. We, we, okay. Well, any other amateurs? I think there's a couple of spots left if they want to. Uh, get in touch with me which is pretty easy through the arena you know and, and they want to have a go and you know put the money where the mouth is and uh, now, now's the time to do it and all i need to right. do is get a hold of quad racers out there if you want to go out there and try it on the ice in front of all the people in the amateur class uh give the st pete times forum a call and uh hey anthony uh, i really appreciate it dude and uh, i'll see you on sunday all right mate no problem all right folks. thanks a lot Rob. British right, Bulldog, Anthony Barlow, uh, ice racing at the St. Pete Times Forum Sunday night, the 8th at 3 hey, p.m. I, I, do, I, do I do want to point out that, uh, hey, Rob, I, yes. I want to point out that at the beginning of our show, um, the first uh, half an hour, we had some pretty weird uh, uh, technical difficulties in the stream that was people were being able to hear, uh, unless they were from... Um, some other planet, they would not have been able to understand anything we were saying. Um, so the interview with uh, Robert Wing, who was uh, involved in helping pull the the, the, the race Michael Parent, yeah, out of the race car at, at East Bay Raceway, with, was with us. Um, Scott McAllister had some very interesting complaints about um, uh, one of our Real Race in USA uh, uh, hosts uh, by the name of uh, <laughs> Mr. Elting, and. Uh, and uh, we had Joe Lewandowski on. We talked about uh, th- some stuff coming up there, of course, at New Smyrna with the World Series, uh, the Pedor Sportsmanship Award. And uh, if you missed hey, any... For the record. Yes. Okay. Yes. He's not ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. We know that. I'm not we, talking we about know that. Joe either. Yeah, we know that. It's that, that host... Well, I am that... talking about Joe, too. Joe is not ignorant. No. Either. And the host, that's who you're talking about. The Real Race in USA co-host yeah well it went over my head rob i don't know if it went over your head go ahead cc no i was just going to say we were talking about the ice racing and um you know just just so everybody out out there knows and and rob you might want to keep an eye on those cows because thursday and friday morning they're they are calling for frost so uh the cows are going to be cold come thursday morning so so your cows are going to be cold so uh, hey but, um, They'll be fine, though. Okay. They're cows. They got fur. So we we covered some ground here, and if uh, if you missed it, we also talked about the uh, future of uh, Bronson Motor Speedway, which uh, is looking a lot better today than it did say two weeks ago. And uh, yeah, so uh, a lot of good things going on next week. Again, Jerry Sims, the president of Florida Karting Association, Lee Arnold, Ken Kenny, Tony Parker, Ray Miller, not the Ray Miller, the dirt guy. The Ray Miller, 
the modified guy. And this Thursday night, broadcasting live from East Bay, correct, from their Hall of Fame yes, cafe? Yes, with this time, we invite everyone to come out because there will be heat. Really? Oh, of course there's heat when I can't and, be there. And there will be food. Be Actually, it's going to be four to six in the afternoon is when okay. we're, we're going to be broadcasting. It's packed on Thursday night, Jack. Yeah, it's going to be live. We're going to be live uh, four to six in the afternoon, so that uh, we can uh, watch. You guys some. can't get a listening audience out of that crowd, Jack. Give it up. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. Well, as somebody said one time about Rick Angie's, Bill Green, and myself, we can't draw flies. So there you go. <laughs> draw flies. Well, guys, it has been a uh, a great night. And uh, I guess it's time for... You seem better spirits now than when you started. Um, well, the migraine is beginning to, to lessen and pull back, so I'm not in as much pain. We healed her. We healed her, Rob. Hey, you folks need to get out and see a race this week or weekend. You, you know, there's no excuses not to see races during this month. There'll be races going on every day in some cases. So get out there, see a race. Come to Tampa. There's plenty of races going on there. Head to New Smyrna. Check out what's happening out there at NewSmyrnaSpeedway.org. Got that right. Bye, y'all. Down the south side of town, yeah, in some hole in the wall. I got to do the same people again. I'm going to jump until I fall. I've got to do the same people again. I'm gonna jump until I fall. Far hopping and high topping. Hey Lord, can't you hear me call? 
Scooby-Doo.